Gang, gang. Welcome, guys, to episode 5 of our three-part series. Oh, that's so confusing. Welcome to episode 5 of our podcast, Three Losers in a Church. Thank you for joining us today. Um, today, we are on part 2 of our three-part series of our faith stories. So, as Tyler talked about last time, we are sharing about our faith stories. Uh, so, we can show you guys, the viewers, um, who we are, kind of, of how we came to faith, or how we solidified our faith, and for us as friends to also get to know a little bit more about each other. Um, so... English is hard. <laughs> but today we are going to be having Chris Hort share his faith story. So, Chris Hort, take it away. Yes, thank you. This is the stomach cramps edition of this podcast. I feel like that's important for everyone to know that I have really bad stomach cramps right now. <laughs> and I'm very nauseous. Well, just in case you were not aware of yeah, that. Yeah, it's unrelated to anything. It's just a, it's a circumstance that I'm in. Um, yeah, so we were trying to come up with like little titles for our faith stories, and I think mine would probably be something along the lines of identity crisis. Um, I think a lot of my faith story involves me trying to like find my identity as a person, um, not realizing it at the time. Like a lot of it's in retrospect, but um, I don't know. The first time I really remember thinking anything about my identity as a person was like my junior year of high school. Also, which I think yours was too. So, uh, so weird. That's interesting. Yeah, but um, yeah, like I re I grew up in a Christian home, so like the idea of God or Christianity was never foreign to me. Uh, but we stopped going to church when I was a kid. I guess I don't remember why. Some problem with the pastor or church. We were doing something. I don't know. But um, so I like I grew up believing in God that I was a Christian, but without going to church or any really knowing anything about my own faith. Also, <laughs> so um. I, when I was a junior, I was in an English class, and we started reading the Scarlet Letter, like everyone does in high school, basically. And um, it's weird, because we read a lot of books, and I like, didn't read them, because I was a lazy student. But that one, for some reason, stuck with me, and we watched the movie, too, and like, I, it was, the book talks about, spoiler alert, uh, you know. <laughs> what? What? Uh, yeah, like, you know, like. Did you have spark notes back then? We, they existed, I didn't use them. Uh. But, um, but yeah, like, you know, the whole story, like, she committed adultery, she has to publicly be shamed for doing that, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, like, that, I don't know, for some reason, that I, that concept, like, sat with me really heavily about, like, who are, like, who's really responsible for, like, calling us out mm -hmm. on our sins. Or, like, not even the sins, but, like, if we do something wrong, like, is it, you know, that whole concept of, like, should we be shaming people should mm -hmm. we be exposing ourselves and have to pay a consequence or like blah 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 and like so i just started i don't know it like really messed me up for some reason which is weird um because it caught me off guard and i think it was like around that time that my dad like there was a bookstore going out of sale when those existed and um so there's a bible on sale and he bought me one he's like would you read this and i was like yeah totally you know <laughs> and um I think I didn't read it for a while, honestly. <laughs> and then for some reason, for like no real reason, I like just started reading it one day. I think I just wanted to kind of know what was going on. I started with the Gospels. I was like, it seems like a good place to start. Um, and I think at that point, like I was basically just finding my identity in acting out and being like a contrarian, like arguing with people for the sake of arguing. Mm. Um, you know, I was complaining about things. I was just looking for reasons to be angry. Typical. Um, I always mention, like, I'm the kind of person who would go to prom and, like, complain about the music, you know? Everyone else is just having a good time dancing and hanging out with their friends. I'd be sitting talking about how stupid 
prom is as a concept. <laughs> so you show up at prom, or you wouldn't even be at prom. Yeah, no, I actually, I went to four proms, and I don't know how. I went um, to one. Zero. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, I'd go, and then I'd be like, man, all this music's bad, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I guess I kind of still do that today, but it's yeah, story. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, that was like, I was basically, that was like me, you know, I would do things just to be, I had sideburns, you know, just, who has sideburns? Mutton chops. I had yeah, mutton chops. chops right? Yeah. How, how low did they go? They, they started getting pretty low. It was partially because I couldn't grow a full beard, but partially just because like, why not, you know? And like, part of it's also my weird, I like weird things. I'm wearing this hat, I mean, but I just... Yeah, that was partially just like, I'm going to be different now, sideburns. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think people did in like the 60s. Hey, who's <laughs> done that in history? Yeah. This is still in junior year? Yeah, and then when it's my senior photo, I have sideburns and a fedora. So, yeah. Real letter. Yeah, I'm not. W. It's not, not nothing here. Nothing here. Just, nope, just sideburns and a fedora. <laughs> it's not good. I don't know what you look like without facial hair. Yeah, it's not good. I'll show you some pictures. But um, anyway. <laughs> Uh, fast forward to college, not fast forward much, but then I think in college, I went to college for music performance and, um, that's when I really started to lock in my identity as a musician. Like, I was, like, the music program is pretty, um, and you get pretty immersed in it, I guess. it's immersive, that's the word. You get pretty immersed in it, and I was in marching band, and, like, I've always just loved music, so, like, I was taking like 20 credits a semester, constantly learning music theory, history, playing the clarinet, tuba, talking to musicians, like being around musicians, like just constantly immersed in it. So like, I just started to tell people like, I am a musician, you know, like that's who I am, that's blah, blah, blah. And that basically continued through all of college. Like I, and the more I practiced, the more I started to take it seriously, the more that became like, this is who I am. I am a musician, like I, you know, and, um, your name is in the FA, in like the FAC practice rooms. I found it. Yeah, that was my friend. Well, I won't say her name, but that was my friend. <laughs> she <laughs> just carved my name for some reason. I don't know why. I think I sent you a photo that same exact day. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. yeah, I haven't heard from her in years. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're listening, text me. Her number has changed like 10 times, so I don't know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um. And like, I don't know how, this might be true for other degree tracks, but like I know in the music program, it's like, you, I have private lessons once a week. I was involved in a total of like eight large ensembles, chamber groups. Um, I was practicing like three hours a day, you know? Um, and so like, it's a lot of self-critiquing, a lot of, at a certain point it becomes like nihilism, you know? Everyone's walking around the department just miserable. It's a very toxic environment actually. And so I think that started to weigh on me a lot because mm -hmm. like, and I'm never good enough. There's so, like, if I'm the best clarinet player at UMass, which I wasn't, but if I am, like, I'm still, like, nowhere near the worst player at Berkeley or Juilliard mm -hmm. or, like, you know, that kind of thing. And, like, just a lot of dread and narcissism mixed with negativity. A lot of ends there. Um, but, yeah, and so I think that's... And at the same time, I, it's important, an important detail. I was dating a girl for all of college, um, and at the beginning of the relationship, I told her I was a Christian and like, she would occasionally ask me questions about it. And I would just be like, I don't know the answer to that. Like at all, you know, <laughs> I don't know really the first thing about my faith. We almost broke up my sophomore year and 
a lot of that had to do with me like vastly misunderstanding my faith and not communicating it very well to her. Um, and we didn't break up. And but I think that's when God really started to like pull on me and like again for no apparent reason. In retrospect, it's the Holy Spirit. But like for no apparent reason, I started feeling compelled to like learn more about my own faith, more about God, about what I was really saying I believed in. Um, and that all kind of led up to my senior year when my apartment burned down, which is, um, you know, fun story. I thought I've told this story a million times, and I guess there's still people that haven't heard it. But uh, <laughs> I haven't even heard it in that much detail. Like, I know a little bit about it. But oh, really? Yeah. yeah, the short story is, like, my apartment burned down. You lived over at Greenway, too, right? Uh, Rolling Green, yeah. Rolling Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah basically, like, there's a fire in the 202. I was in 197. The fire, like, stopped at 197 and like destroyed the, the unit but like none of our I got all my stuff back for the most part besides clothes and like we got out alive and you know oh um, so you were in the apartment when it actually caught fire yeah it was like four in the morning oh my gosh yeah and I was living with my girlfriend not in the same room but it was like mm -hmm. me and a dude and then her and a chick in another room sorry woman in another room uh and so, like, it was four in the morning, we were, like, sitting in my roommate's car, just freezing, watching our place burn. <laughs> and uh, it was kind of surreal. Um, duh. And so, I don't know, and shortly after that, my friend invited me to church, who is actually a Catholic and doesn't go to a Baptist church anymore, but for some reason he invited me to FBC. And I was just like, yeah, I want to go. Like, I had been having questions, and, like, I was obviously on this very emotional high from losing my apartment and everything, mm -hmm. so I started going, and then my girlfriend was not a Christian, and, like, got really freaked out when I started going, and she started coming with me, and, like, the first couple of times, she was like, this is really weird, you know, um, and, but she kept coming for whatever reason, um, and, like, I was kind of in and out, because I was graduating, and, like, I started working overnights at a gas station, and I was, like, a wreck. Um, and that's, once I graduated, I started, like, finding my identity less in music, I think. And that's when I started to really find my identity, like, in this relationship with my girlfriend. Um, like, to an unhealthy extent, I think. Um, we had been together for, like, four or five years at that point, and, um, like, we had talked about getting married. We had, we spent a lot of time together. We knew pretty much everything about each other, and it just seemed like the logical next thing, but we could never take that step, and, like... I don't think, I don't know, I didn't notice it at the time, but we were fighting a lot, too, so, like, it was getting kind of bad. <laughs> um, and, like, looking back, it's obvious, obviously. Looking back. <laughs> I would have just got him yeah. yeah. If you hadn't made that face, I would have been like, yeah, <laughs> English. <laughs> English is hard. It is. Uh, yeah, looking back, you know, there's a lot of fighting, a lot of red flags, and um, trust issues, which is eventually what led to our breakup. Um... And so, like, I had been finding my identity in this relationship, and all of a sudden it wasn't there. Yeah, I know. And, like, that's when I had to come to terms with a lot of things. Like, my lack of, first of all, my lack of understanding of God. Because I was really, like, well, I also had to come to terms with, like, my own brokenness. Like, what we had done to one another. Like, that, it was a real messy breakup. Um, a lot of bad things, and I had to come to terms with that. I, I didn't realize I was capable of things like that, you know, like mm. hurting somebody in that capacity, um, and not even intentionally, and um, then dealing with, like, the own hurt I was feeling. And so, like, I, that's when I started to realize I didn't really understand my relationship with God either, because, like, I was totally unwilling to forgive myself. Um, I think I learned to forgive her 
but I was totally like, I was like, oh, I'm so much worse. I'm trash. I'm just garbage. You know, I felt miserable. I, I was never diagnosed with depression, but I think I was probably depressed for a while. Um, I don't like to just throw that word around, but like I was in a bad place. And, um, so I think that's probably the last point of finding my identity in something other than Christ. And I was really, I was finding my identity in my mistakes and my mm -hmm. guilt at that point, which, which is where it got really bad because the, I think the other three things are like good in some capacity, like, you know, music and relationship and even challenging the status quo to some extent are like good things that mm. I was using wrongly, incorrectly. And, uh, then like this one, like this was just me straight up, like dumping on myself and like viewing myself in the worst light possible, even when other people weren't. Uh, and that lasted for like quite a while. Um, but I kept going to church and started developing relationships with people and like, I started to meet you guys at one point. Um, the big game changer was when I was invited to Hub, to our youth group, um, by one of the students, actually. And um, that kind of set me off on a totally different trajectory, <laughs> completely. And, like, that's when I really started to, like, my relationship with God started changing. I started to understand that, like, I am forgiven. Like, it doesn't make what I did right. But, like, I'm forgiven, I'm loved, I'm not trash. Like, you know, I have value as a human being. Like, I got baptized at some point in that mess. Um, and, yeah, I think I still struggled for a long time with the self-deprecation, depression, and all that. But, like, that's when I started to really say, like, oh, man, I have an identity in God, you know, and something that I can't even mess up. I mean, I can mess it up, but, like, it's not, it can't be taken away from me, you know? Like... I have this identity that's so much better than anything else I've been trying to find myself in. And, like, I can still enjoy music. I still love music to this day. And, like, I still, you know, love... Well, it sounds weird if I say I love women. I love the idea of being in a relationship. Um, I still, you know... I don't know. In this context, it sounded weird. It's like... It <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just like... Okay, yeah, 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 sure, 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 yeah, 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 sure, sure. Yeah, but now it's like, I feel like I'm rooted in the right place with those things, you know? Mm. Like, oh, okay, okay. Even, even like, coming out of that toxic music environment, like, I started, I joined the orchestra at the church, and, like, the people were so welcoming and inviting, and they're like, oh, you should play a solo, like, we can do this, well, and it was just, like, using the music to worship God, to, for a better purpose, instead of competing with other people for nothing and just every time I mess up a note just being hard on myself so it's so interesting that you say that um like how the things that were so negative in your life now are being being flipped for the lord right like yeah worship with music and then when you found your identity and like self-deprecating yourself instead of what you used as like your weakness then it eventually became like a strength for you to like guide the youth as well mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah I feel like that's happened a lot where like I don't know how much I've I've changed personality wise mm. or like interest wise, but those things are being used in a much healthier, mm. God glorifying way. Hopefully, <laughs> you'd like to think so at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that kind of leads me to where I am now. Yeah, you're starting seminary in September. I am. <clears throat> I like. I guess I did a really poor job of um, communicating that to people, because <laughs> like I. It's weird because, like, I only hear myself saying it a hundred times, but it's always to, like, certain group, Like, the choir heard it. Yeah. And, like, certain friends heard it. 
but then I still have people like today being like, yeah. Yeah, going to seminary? like literally today <laughs> shout out to Janie who yeah. said I didn't know Chris was going to seminary after we dropped episode one so now yeah. you guys can get a bit of a timeline of when we are going to do how slowly we're yeah. uploading our videos bit by bit yeah partially my fault as the editor anywho hi <laughs> hey there hey there yeah mm. yeah that's uh my identity crisis in a nutshell it's interesting because I met you. Oh my gosh, how old am I now? Nineteen. Four years. Thank you. You're not twenty yet. I'm not. No, December. Okay. December. Twenty. December. He's right. turning twenty. Twenty two zero. He's now. joining us. Yeah. I'm I met almost you. departing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say four, maybe five years ago, because I'm going. Oh my gosh. You're old. Sometimes I forget the gap year happened, honestly. I don't yeah. know why. It's such a weird, like, time-lapse. <laughs> anyways, but... Time skip. Yeah, it's... Anyways, but... Yeah, so I met you... Let's, let's call fight, because I, that might be a little much. I think it's four, but we'll call fight. And, like, you had just left your relationship. I think, like, I met you a couple months after that. Um, I met you before you started coming out. So yeah. Okay. There wasn't a lot of time there. Right. Um, now you started attending FBC your certificate year, right? Your fifth year? Yeah, it was like my last semester of my undergrad okay. before I did the fifth year, yeah. Oh, so it was your, your senior year? Yeah, like towards the end of my senior year. Oh, okay. Then that would make a lot of sense. I thought you came... Okay, so my time is off. But yes, that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I've seen you change a lot since, <laughs> since it was like minivan, like Chris oh Clark, yeah, minivan. Minivan. minivan, Chris Clark, VBS, like one of the first times I actually really got to know you. Oh, VBS. Yeah. I forgot I did VBS, yeah. That was fun. That was fun. That was a long time ago. You also had super long hair, right? Yeah, I remember, super like, long hair. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I can't remember untrimmed Chris. Now I'm balding. <laughs> <laughs> Should've just kept going with the hair, huh? I know, right? I, I could do the man bun to cover up the bald spot. But nobody wants a man bun. I, mean, I am like the one person who's a huge. He looks. I mean, he, does, he looks good with a man bun. I gotta say. Who's he? Julio. Oh, Julio. Why? Does. Why? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's the last person I saw with a man bun. That is true. Besides that the guy is... at Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' man did not look good with a man bun. Julio's is like really tight. Um, yeah. Yeah. But he also. I'm pretty sure he put something else in his hair I think to get so, that shape. Yeah. Like. Julio teaches how to be a man. <laughs> <laughs> he would, he's been telling me to lose the hat from day one. Really? Maybe that's what's making you. I see him wearing a hat all the time. I don't. Well, he just doesn't like this hat. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> oh I'm seeing the logic. I, I, well, that's also that. that's already in our logo, like. Right. So now I gotta wear it. Yeah. You're actually. Did you purposely wear it for this? Or maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dang. And a student asked you, you said, to join Hub. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just really humbling. <clears throat> really cool. He's a Yeah. Now you're leading. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's official. Now, and probably when this is video... This, is it, yeah, can we say this? Is once the video is dropped, it'll be more official. So. Yeah, this is... This, what will, be, this will be episode five, so that's yeah. like a month from now. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, you'll be doing things. I'll be doing when things. When this is released. Wow. Yeah. From a man who didn't help with the youth group to a mere leader to now the director. That's, oh my god, that's dude, that's sick. Yeah, that's really yeah. sick. Oh. It's like it's just like also really showing, you know. Mm. Yeah. 
there's larger things at play here. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Um, yeah, this is all God, like hundred yeah, yeah. percent. I mean, it goes back to that whole like inadequacy and like brokenness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. Bro, I am inadequate and broken. But then through that, you are strengthened. Right. <laughs> man, ah. Uh, uh. You make me happy, man. You really do. Thanks, dude. <laughs> um, should we wrap this one up? Yeah. I think so. Cool. So, that concludes part two of part of a three-part series that we have. Um, next time, you guys will get to hear Tyler's story. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed and you know like and subscribe. Hit that notification button if you're on our YouTube page. Hopefully by now we are on either Spotify or some other Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast. Definitely not SoundCloud. With SoundCloud you need stuff. But follow us on all our different social media platforms and yeah, have a good one. We out. We out. We out. I don't know why I point that camera. It cannot see me, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I instinctively point to that camera. That was-